before we start the show, we just want to let you know that we're part of the Bard Rock Network, sponsored by Dragon Master Games. Dragon Master Games is a local game store with an online storefront where you can get TTRPG products and collectibles, including trading cards. Just go to their website in the show notes and write in the comments that Bard Rock Network sent you. You can also support the network by subscribing to our Patreon or Ko-fi to access network-wide bonus content. Get shout-outs on network shows, receive network swag, and even get invited to our several annual community game nights. Anyway, on with the show. Last time on Monster Cafe... The Van Helmans family tracked down the vampire carnies to their parent organization, a Seattle-based corporation called Shazamazon, run by the head vampire, Beth Jezos. After some shenanigans with the elevators and stairs at Shazamazon, corporate headquarters... Our heroes found some stakes and knives to fight vampires with. Now, Eddie is headed to the roof while the rest of the family is headed to the penthouse. Find out what happens next on Monster Cafe. We're going to resolve the first three family members because they have a couple minute lead on Eddie. You all get to the penthouse. The door is open and you see guards with... Guns pointed at you. Taser guns. While we were on the ride up, I wanted to do something real quick. Okay. In that David takes his wooden stake and loads it into the slingshot and is just aiming it at the door. Sweet. All right, so the door opens. You see these. there's half a dozen guards between you and the desk of a bald, tall, pale man. He's just going to let let it loose. Are you aiming at one of the guards? Are you trying to, like, land a perfect shot on Beth Jezos? Well, I'm assuming that there's definitely not a good shot to 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 Beth. Like, you can see him on the far side of the room. Like, if you roll a 12, it would land. Could use a luck point. I, I could. Uh, you know what? Yeah, okay. Um, He's gonna, he's gonna, again, like kickflip off his skateboard to get just as much height as possible and let it loose and try and hit try and hit the head man in the back. Oh, and in the front he's facing you. He's sitting there like with the Mr. Burns finger thing. So he watches as you fire the slingshot and go ahead and roll to act under pressure. Oh no. Luck point. Yeah, I'm, I'm I am. 100% I'm burning a luck. Welcome to the luck club. Luck club. Yeah. All right, so your stake hits him square in the chest. And he looks down at it and pulls it out, and you see that he was wearing armor. He was wearing Kevlar. He's a vampire with Kevlar. We landed a perfect shot on a guy who's ready to be staked in the heart. That's that's cheating. You can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Shazam, Van Helman's family, he says as he just tosses the stake on the ground. Welcome. Come, Come sit down. David sits just, in, just, in, just <laughs> in the straight, elevator, just straight down onto his skateboard in the elevator. I'm sorry. I think I mis- misrepresented that. That was not a request. And the tasers get leveled at you. I put myself in between the tasers and David for sure. And I go and, and Gigi get get behind me. Uh, Gigi is still she's calculating. But yeah, she decides to go behind Dom for now. All right, do you do anything, or you just stand there and look menacingly at the guys with tasers? How many are there? Six. I'd like to tune in 
Um, I want to tune in to Beth. All right, you are definitely in range of him now. So when you tune in, what do you get to do? So I have to roll plus weird. That's 13. All right, and then we have that list of questions, right? That's it. So I'm asking about Beth. For the audience, the questions that Judicia has to choose from are, where, where is the creature right now? What is it planning to do right now? Who is it going to attack next? Who is regards the biggest threat? And how do I attract its attention? Well, actually, that's an interesting question. How do I attract Beth Jesus's attention? I bet that's just an interesting answer. All right, so you see, uh, he is not staying in a threatening manner. His guards are. And you already have his attention. You have his complete, undivided attention right now. Well, divided between the three of you. You get the impression if you wanted to get his attention more, you'd have to present yourself as a bigger threat than Dom. What's he planning to do right now? It looks like he's planned... Like, you're confused by this because it looks like he wants to sit and talk with you all. But you get the impression there's a nefarious thing behind it. Uh, You also get the impression he's not letting you leave this building alive. You know what? Who is it going to attack next? All six tasers are currently pointing at Dom. Okay, yeah, so it is Dom. All right, all right. I mean, I think I've asked what I can ask. Um, uh, but based on that, I feel like I'm still... And Eddie still hasn't shown up? Well, Eddie's going to the roof. You guys have been here for a few seconds, so if Eddie shows up, that's not right now. Right, I just Eddie remembered has- that... Eddie, I, for, I mean, I forgot that Eddie was right. going to the roof, not here. Okay. You can hear off to the side the churning of the elevator's pulleys in the elevator next to you moving. But that's just incidental. Mm-hmm. That's elevators existing. So you don't really have anything to bear with that. Although, but above game, that means you can't hear Eddie moving slowly towards you. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll say with Antigone's natural psychic abilities, you actually can detect that Eddie is in that other elevator. Okay. Awesome. So I know Eddie's maybe on the way here. And I know that uh, earlier I saw the vision of Eddie and saw that Clara was interested actually in, in Eddie. Um, so maybe there's something going on there. So I want to I wanna keep alert for if Eddie arrives. That's my focus right. right now. And then Mr. Jezzo says, are you all going to come sit down and join me or do I have my guards tase you? Yeah, I mean, I'd rather not be tasered, I guess. Fine, I walk in and I sit down grumpily. Gigi sits, but as close to the elevator as possible. All right, what does David do? Uh, uh he's gonna be he's gonna be good and obedient right now because this is the scariest shit. So he's just gonna, gonna get up. He's gonna carry a skateboard and walk like a normal ass person, <laughs> sticking really close to Dom. So one of you doesn't seem to be here. I was told Eddie Van Helmans was here. None of you are Eddie. Nope. Oh no. The uh, no, that's definitely, definitely me, Eddie, <gasps> oh. one of the twins. Oh, fantastic. Oh, my God. He points oh to his guards God. and they say, shackle him. <laughs> what? Someone very powerful is very upset with you, Mr. Van Helmans. <laughs> the devil himself. Mm-hmm. What? Turns out you stole, you stole something from the devil and he's very upset about it and he has a bounty for you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does he now? Oh, the fact that Dom didn't know that is hilariously canon now. That's <laughs> cool and good to know. Okay, <laughs> well, this is a problem for Dom now. Yeah. Because you just decided to pretend to be your identical twin. 
Close enough for, for Mr. Bezos. By the way, let's drop pretense. Uh, you may call me my true name. Grandfather. <laughs> oh, it's not Beth? No. Because that's such a good, normal name to have as a human being. I can see why the devil wants you dead, Mr. B- Mr. Van Helmens. I mean, grand. who names their kid Grandfather? That's also a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's weird. It's the name I took when I became a vampire several thousand years ago. Oh, are we supposed to take other names? I didn't know that. To himself. Yeah, you can you can totally just change your name. It's like, whatever. Yeah, you didn't have to pay a filing fee for it when I took my name. They didn't Back have in filing fees. Seventeen hundreds or whatever. <laughs> Old man. So where are you gonna take him? I'm going to take him to a demon, whom is going to broker an exchange for the bounty the devil himself would like to kill, Mister Mister Eddie Van Helmans. Well. I want to meet him. Let me go. Let us go. Oh, oh, you're free to go. I'm collecting the bounty on Mr. Van Helmans. Uh, but as long as you promise not to bother me or my operations intentionally again, you may go free. I'm collecting the bounty on Eddie. And at this point, Eddie's elevator dings on the roof. What are these shackles, like, made out of? Can I, like, read a bad situation or something? Sure, read a bad situation. I'll tell you right now, they're just ordinary-ass handcuffs. That's a one. I, I rolled two ones, and I got I have a minus one. Alright, so mark experience. You hold zero, sir. The one time I didn't want to roll badly because I thought it would be funny. <laughs> You're like, I might be able to wolf out and break these things. Maybe? I don't know. You have no clue. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep that because that was my plan, but I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for maybe a more opportune moment. Like if I'm going in an elevator with just like two people or something. Doing a little bit of Captain America type shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. I hear what you're saying. Uh, Eddie, you see Dom being shackled, and everyone else is kind of sitting there having tea with Jeff Bezos. From the from the roof I see this? Yep. Yeah, because he's got a big sun window, a vampire with a sun window, and it occurs to you, even in Seattle there's sun sometimes, this must be some sort of glass that reflects sunlight so the vampire can look out the window. Is it sunny today? No, it is still cloudy because you guys did not remove the thing making it cloudy. I will say this. You guys do know a spell. Like, you guys do dabble in magic. There is a spell that can part the sun if you had enough time and the materials. But the materials are down in your RV and you don't have a lot of time. Okay. Is there a helicopter? There is a helicopter. Is there anything else on the roof, like, that I could take for vampire killings? I mean, the stuff that's normally on a roof, like some duct work. Like, the helicopter pad. There's, like, a computer. Like, there's nothing that you can say, oh, yeah, this is better at killing vampires than my stakes and my knives. Well, I am uh, taking the computer because it ain't nailed down, and I think it's time to... Uh... Does the helicopter have any guns on it? No, it is not <laughs> a military-grade helicopter. <laughs> I mean, he could definitely afford one. Oh, yeah, he could definitely afford one, but this is, like, a passenger helicopter. He needs to get that thing zoned. True. So remember that bit about chopping off Bezos' head with uh, with a helicopter? Okay. I think we're going to have to go for that. This may not be the smartest choice. I'm going to give this one for free. The, ele- the uh, sunroof does not look like it would fit a helicopter through it. Ah. It looks like the helicopter would get stuck halfway, just as an FYI. Okay, so at a glance I can tell that the helicopter thing. I am going to look for the helicopter's keys and or other activation thingies and pocket those. Yeah, they don't leave the elevator's keys, the uh, helicopter's keys unoccupied. 
you get the impression that's probably down with the pilot, wherever the pilot is, and the pilot might be Mr. Jezos. Oh, I'm hot-wiring the helicopter. But the question is, do I do it now or later? So, they're taking my bro in handcuffs. From the roof, can I see any place on the ground that looks like something's going on? You mean 50 stories down on the ground or just through the sunroof? Both. 50 stories down, you see a bunch of people look like bugs. Fair enough. Through the sunroof, you can see that right now Dom is being handcuffed. David and Gigi aren't particularly resisting, although they might in a minute now that Dom's being handcuffed. And you can see this guy with a really smug expression. And you can't hear anything, though, because there's like two inches of glass between you all of them. Do I have anything that could feasibly break the glass and then I drop down with like a firebomb? I'm trying to think, like, I just established this is thick glass. Like, he specifically didn't want someone to break his sunroof. Because he's a vampire, he didn't want sunlight getting in. Ooh, I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay, so can I get on top of the elevator shaft they're about to take my bro into? Uh, sure, you can pry the doors open. Roll to act under pressure. That's a six. Plus one. Alright, six plus one. Alright, so make success. You do try, you actually successfully pry the door open. Uh, but when you do, uh, Mr. Jezos does see people, someone sabotaging the elevator through the sunroof. And he points and says, oh, there was one more of you. And he says, go retrieve them, and three of the guards wander into the elevator to go up to Eddie. Actually, they take the stairs because it's one floor. Gigi and David, what do you do? David, you stay here um, with Dom. I'm going to go scram after uh, that guard. I mean, said we were free to go, right? So I'm free to go. And chase after and make sure nothing bad happens to Eddie. Okay. Yep. You take care of Dom. Yeah. Dom, I thought this was Eddie. Oh, I mix them up all the time. I'm, you know what I am. And then she just, she just runs off. I do. GG Van Helmans, the psychic. Oh, whatever, whatever I am. And she just try, she's just trying to, you know, get to the stairwell. <laughs> whatever, shut up. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm psychic, who cares? Don't <laughs> yeah, exactly. text me, you old whippersnapper. <laughs> so I'm psychic, what are you? Roll to manipulate the monster. That's a seven. All right, so with a seven, he looks at you, he looks at Don, like, okay, why aren't you taking the boy? He, they, if they're, you're choosing to leave freely, why aren't you taking the boy? They're, they're brothers. What can I do? So you're just going to condemn the boy to be my prisoner too? I want to. I need to check on the uh, my other. I need to check on whoever else is upstairs. I'm more interested in that than talking to you. And she just keeps marching onward towards the staircase, which she's couldn't I have made it by now? <laughs> Oh, the other three—the other three guards have directed themselves towards you and are now heading off you while you're talking. Ugh. Which does leave just handcuffed Dom, David, and Grandfather's over by Grandfather's desk. But Grand, you get the impression Grandfather's not worried about taking Dom on one-on-one if he has to. Oh, really? Is he not worried about taking Dom, or is he not worried about taking Eddie? He's not worried about taking Eddie. Yeah. A quick question: So nobody's getting into the elevator? No. I want to cut the elevator. Oh, shit. I want to be clear here. You want to cut a industrial strength elevator cable with, checks notes, a butcher knife. Sometimes they... Okay, look, we're at the roof. 
Sometimes they have fancy equipment up at the roof, and also there is a let-go cable usually in there. Okay, I will say this, you are at the roof, so I guess if you want to just unshackle the cable there, I'd be willing to bet Eddie probably owns a screwdriver. Yeah, Eddie owns a screwdriver. How do you think he hotwires things? Oh, yeah. Alright, so you uh, go roll to act under pressure, bearing in mind that literally nobody's on this elevator. Yeah, that's the point. If somebody was on this elevator, I would not be... That you know of. Yeah. Other people work in this building. Well, they're vampires. Not all of them. Oh. I'll think about that later, as I rolled two threes and I got a plus one, so that is a rockin' seven to unleash the elevator. I'm going to hell anyway, guys. (laughs) It takes you enough time to do that, that when you... Uh, you watch as the vampire guards do emerge from the stairwell. That's fine. They say, you're coming down with us. And you're like a thunk at the ground as the elevator comes crashing down to the first floor. <laughs> I pop out of the elevator shaft. Well, come get me then. And I am going to book it to the helicopter. All right, roll to act under pressure. That's better. All right, so that's eight plus one for a nine. Alright, so you book it, but you realize that you're not, you're going to make it there, and you can see that Aunt Gigi's being headed off by guards, too. You get the impression that if you get in that elevator, or the, uh, you get in that helicopter, you're actually putting your family in more danger than if you go quietly. So it's your choice. Get in the helicopter, or go quietly and preserve Aunt Gigi's safety. I'm going to pretend that they've backed me up to the elevator, but you remember those aerosol cans? And the lighter? Sure. I think it's about time for Eddie to turn this helicopter into a helibomb. So, if I give the straight, you're trying to light the gas line on the uh, on the helicopter on fire? Secretly, I'm going to run to the other side of the helicopter, you know, like, kind of thing. Just have my stuff out. Make bomb, because this is probably something Eddie knows how to do, given his penchants for fire and also Grandpa teaching him how to do fire. And then, if they get closer to me, just hold the lighter up. If you heard Aunt Gigi, I'm blowing this whole joint. They they uh, stop. One of them pulls out a walkie-talkie and says, uh, the last man helmet has a bomb. And that goes off in the walkie-talkies of the guards that are surrounding Gigi. And they, yeah, and uh, Mr. Jezos hears that across the room. He shrugs, and the guards pull out their tasers and point them at you. Drop the bomb or we'll tase you. I got a better idea. And I'm I'm gonna kinda slink behind or I'm gonna put my hand on the metal thing the metal that would ignite and be like, Tase me. You're going down with me. And I would like to uh you know what? Rather than make a real bl- real bomb, I would like to make this a really convincing bluff. I don't wanna make it to where it'll actually blow. I feel like this is trying to reach back a little far in time because you already wired this thing as a bomb. Fair enough. Now, so I feel like you have an active bomb. What you're trying to bluff is whether or not you are going to actually ignite it. True. You let my family go or I'm taking Bezos's with me. Not even this glass can stop an explosion. All right, Eddie, roll a really bad situation for me. I don't know what I'm doing and it's going really badly. Oh, God. I'm going to mark some experience for this one. I rolled a four plus one for a five. 
This seems like a great plan, and there are no visible flaws in it. <laughs> I hate when he says yep. that. And then I'm just, I'm gonna look at Gigi like, I don't know what I'm doing, man. I don't know what I'm doing. Theater major didn't teach me about this. You major in theater? I thought it was business. <laughs> <laughs> business is just theater for people with money. Eddie has like 12 degrees from online programs. You basically buy a degree and don't actually have to study. So, um, you know, I wanted to know, can Gigi try to read a bad situation? Gigi sure can. Gigi is currently surrounded by three guards and can see Eddie is... Also, you can see Eddie holding up what looks like a potato bomb. Okay, yeah, I would like to read a bad situation. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, a potato with an alarm clock and two wires attached to it. That's what I'm imagining, even though it's an aerosol can and a lighter. <laughs> oh, I got... I got eight. All right, so on an eight, you're going to hold one. So you can ask me any of the following questions. What's the best way in? What's the best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Oh, what's the best way to protect the victims? All right, as the victim here, are you going to be Eddie, or are you trying to protect you and the three, and the you got two boys that are down here on this floor with you? I'm going to say the people on the floor with me, because Eddie, right. real Eddie has a bomb. Real lady has a bomb. Uh, Uzi Grandfather is currently the most vulnerable he's going to be because all of his guards are preoccupied. And the eyes are on you and Eddie. So the best way to protect the victims is to keep the eyes off of them if you're trying to protect the two boys. Okay. I will also give you this on your situation roll. Eddie's plan to blow up this thing doesn't make a lot of sense since a penthouse is going to be two stories high. That explosion will not cause enough... Okay. Distant fire damage to ignite the vampires. And you know that a vampire set on fire naturally is just going to stop, drop, and roll. It's not like sun damage. They're going to burst in flames and ignite. So okay. this might kill the vampires on the roof of Eddie, but it's not going to do crap to Grandfather. So I'm going to do, do that, like, cut it notion with a finger across the neck thing to Eddie. Like, through the glass. Like, eh, eh, don't do it. Eh. Eddie's going to see that. Just like, okay, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh... All right, all right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You get me in my... You get me out of here, we'll call it even. Me and my family leave. We won't bother you. I won't... You won't bother us. We'll call it a day. They relay your message over the walkie-talkie, and and Grandfather says, Everyone can leave, except for Eddie Van Helmans. And they relay that to you. Uh, everyone but Eddie Van Helmans can leave. Just kind of squint at him. I won't believe you till everyone's in the helicopter. You're not taking my helicopter. You can walk out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what. I'm not giving you a helicopter as part of this negotiation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm going to walk down all those stairs with all your little vampire guys. I know what you're up to. This is a trap. You could jump us at any co at any point. If I wanted all of you dead, you'd be dead by now. I've heard that before. I don't know, we're pretty good. Quiet, Eddie. That's what he says to Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Do I hear that? Yeah, you hear that over the microphone or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, folks. We just want to take a break from the action to let you know how you can support the show. As part of Bard Rock Network, you can support us through a number of affiliate programs where a portion of your order goes to support the network. Everybody loves dice, right? 
Fan roll dice make dice of all shapes and sizes, as well as accessories like trays, bags and towers. Or maybe you want to take better campaign notes. Just check out Minver RPG and look at their assortment of campaign journals and tools. Finally, you can level up your game night with tea or coffee from Many Worlds Tavern. In addition to delicious tea and coffee, they have stickers, tokens for your favourite trading card games and playmats. Qualifying orders even come with free dice. All those affiliate links can be found in the show notes and you just need to use the code BARDROCKCAFE at checkout to save on your order. Christina, I'm all caught up in my favourite actual play podcast. What should I do? All of them? Even my podcast, Agents of Damned? That's right. Your show's excellent, but I'm up to date on that one too. I'm not sure what to check out next. Yeah, I know. There's just so many excellent actual play productions out there, it can be overwhelming to choose one. Not to worry, friends. I can make some recommendations. Oh my gosh, it's multi-talented TTRPG actual play performer and professional musician Marty Balmer. That's right. Just check out my new podcast, College of Whispers. We're the actual play book club that can help you find your new favorite production. Join me and my co-host Vicky every month as we review and analyze different productions in a spoiler-light format that's both entertaining and informative. Wow, that sounds great. You don't just look at the big-name productions, right? Yeah, I feel like whenever I ask for podcast recommendations, the same handful of super popular mainstream shows is all I get suggestions for. Not to fear. On College of Whispers, we look at a mix of big names and indie productions, so the scrappy up-and-coming shows can get their moment in the sun as well. Well, I'm sold. I'm going to go download College of Whispers on my favorite podcatcher right now. Thanks, Marty. Wait, Paul, we're part of the Bard Rock Network now. How is any of this news to you? Give them a listen, everybody. All right, you might have got my brother, but have you heard what happened to me lately? You're gonna need more guards than this if you want to convince me. Come on, come on. Tell you what, all of you line up here. We'll see what happens. All right, roll to manipulate someone. You're hoping that they know that you're that Dom is a werewolf, I guess. Yep. Don't know that that's really public knowledge. <laughs> Fair enough. Well... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, can, can I you support my theory with a variety of things I know about Dom? Like, do you have any idea how often I have to shave now? Man, I've had so much freaking meat this week. Just once, I'd love a vegetable. But no. Just throwing the, I'm just throwing this out there. The more of these you say, the more you sound like someone trying to pretend to be a, ve- a werewolf and not a werewolf. Fair enough. What else? Come on. Come on. Let's try to fight me. So I rolled... Let's see, since I am manipulating someone, I would like to ask, what will convince this person to do what I want, a.k.a. put all the guards on the roof? You get the impression that that is not something he's willing to negotiate on. He's holding the cards here. He will let you all leave, but it's on his terms. The only reason you're being given any credence at all is because you blowing yourself up would be slightly inconvenient to him. Slightly. (laughs) He He would lose three guards and have to have his roof fixed. God. <laughs> you also get the impression the only reason you haven't been tased already is because you need to roll something badly for the DM to send a taser at you. Okay. But if you keep stalling, you're going to get tasered. Then I will stop my stalling. It's just like, alright. I'm going to kind of, you know, tough guy walk over there. You put that thing away. Me and my great aunt, we're going downstairs. We're picking up our little brother. And, Eddie, I don't know what the hell you did this time. We've had your back through everything. Dom is seething. 
Dom is absolutely seething <laughs> right now. And I'm just going to put an arm around Gigi and quietly whisper, Boot knife. But if you so much as cross me, can I can I reach for their taser if I get closer? Wait, are you going down a floor to Gigi first? Gigi wasn't allowed to leave. Yeah, oh. I was still in the room with Dom. Okay. So Gigi is like next to the elevator doors right now, waiting like near the stairwell. There's three other guards. There's two guards on the roof nearby me. Three. Three guards on the roof nearby me. And two downstairs with Gigi. There are six guards total. Three with Gigi, three with you. Okay. Now, my MacGyver bomb, could that theoretically blow the three of them into that now empty elevator shaft I created? It would blow them in that general direction. I don't think you can get all three of them in there. That seems like a little bit of a Robin Hood trick. I'd like to try. Yeah, sure. If you roll 12, all three of them will just slingshot in like you threw a bullseye three times. So go ahead and roll to act under pressure to blow these guys up. Okay, okay. You know what? If nothing else, I can blow a luck point to be the coolest person ever. That's true. You only get seven of those for your whole life. <laughs> I'd like to blow a luck point. <laughs> okay. I rolled a one and a two. Luck point it is. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. You know, it feels like Eddie's character to burn all of his luck. It is his character, okay? I made a deal with the devil for essentially just an Uber driver I can call all the time. Oh, God. Alright, so on a 10 plus, you do what you set out to do. You throw out your, uh... Start your bomb, it goes off. And the three guards all go tumbling into the elevator shaft by some act of actual God. <laughs> and, Eddie, you take one harm from the backlash of your own firebomb because you were not far enough away from those guys where you weren't going to get hit by the blast. That's fine. That's fine. I'm still fine. Like, ow, but I'm fine. Meanwhile... The three guards around Gigi fire their tasers because you made a sudden movement. What? And Gigi's tased. No. And Gigi, you oh. act under pressure to avoid being tased. I'm sorry. I thought I. Why would she move under pressure? I'm the one blowing people up. Yes, but you knew that I established the cost you had for like getting to the helicopter oh. was you're gonna put Gigi in danger. Oh. You took you put Gigi in danger and you chose to get her tased. So now Gigi's gonna try desperately to dodge being tased by three tasers. I believe in you, Aunt Gigi. I, I got six. <laughs> Alright, so Aunt Gigi, mark experience, yeah. and you were taste unconscious. Okay, Was I'm that unconscious. plus your bonus? Yeah, I, I, I act under pressure is cool, and I have zero. Uh, yeah, seeing Aunt Gigi get tased, uh, Dom's pissed. And he's going to turn into his full werewolf form and start smacking some people. Yeah, I'm not even gonna make you roll for it. You roll an arm bar straight out of those handcuffs. Yeah, let's go. Oh yeah. Who's near me? Like, are those? You're a desk length away from grandfather, and then those three guards are about 15 feet away from you. Okay. I'm gonna say, David, throw me a steak. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we got some food in the van. No, like the like the the stabby kind. By the way, you have your own stakes. They didn't disarm you. Oh, that's true. Then I'm going to grab a stake, turn into my wolf form, let out a... And I'm going to try to kick Beth Jesus' ass. All right, roll the kick some ass. That is a 9 plus 3 for a 12. 
Alright, so uh, 12. You choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage, take one forward, give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, you suffer less harm, or you force them where you want them. I'll give plus one forward to David. Alright, so you put one forward, you jump across the desk, you drive the stake down, right onto the Kevlar again, but the Kevlar doesn't give. You still deal two harm to him, and he kicks you back, and you take one harm as you go flying back across the desk. David, you're up. Can I actually, can we tweak this narratively yeah, a little bit? Sure. It, I feel like it would make more sense for Dom, because he knows that Kevlar's there, to maybe try to get that off of him. Okay, so instead of, so instead of a kick some ass roll, let's convert your roll to uh, an act under pressure. You leap on him like you're going to stake him, and with a 12, because I think that's also plus tough, or is it? Was it act under pressure? Yep, so that's plus cool instead of weird. Uh, so that's just a 9, then. Alright, so what I'm going to do is, uh, you still take one harm, that's going to be the the uh, price to pay you take, because he kicks you off, you unzip the Kevlar and rip it off of him, so he no longer has armor over his chest. But you do go flying across the desk take one harm. I yell at David, now's your chance! For, okay. The eight-year-old's going to stake the head vampire. Yes. How else is he going to learn? Alright, so David's going to... He's gonna do the thing again, or he's just gonna load up a stake in the in the slingshot and aim it straight at straight at Mr. Mr. Jesus. Seven. Alright, so the seven, you're gonna get a worse outcome. You hit the stake, it impales him in the chest, but not the heart, and he looks like he's in a lot of pain as he takes two harm. And he flails, he swipes a lamp, it goes flying at you across the desk, clocks you in the head, you take one harm. Okay. Eddie, you're up. You just blew yourself up. You're on the roof. You're taking one harm from the fire. What do you do? You see this fight going on below you. And you see Aunt Gigi get tasered to the ground. So that second elevator, the one that goes up there, the one that isn't the fire escape, is that one still functional? Yes, there's still one functional elevator. Oh, man. I'm thinking to prevent backup, that elevator's not going to be functional here in about a second. You're really counting this el- on those helicopters to escape Robert. I Vampires will have a hard time catching me up in the sun. Alright, so go ahead and roll the act under pressure to dislodge the other elevator. Okay. I hope this isn't a terrible idea. Okay. Are you serious? I have not rolled above a one the last three freaking times. I got a three and a one plus one. For a five. Alright, so... You had... What was that, a five total? Yeah. Mark experience. You cannot pry this elevator door open. And you know the only way to open it without that is for the elevator to be on the same floor as you. You are not feeling strong enough after being that blast to your face to pull the doors open. Then can I run downstairs... Or start making my way downstairs, walking fast... Yes, you run down the stairs. It's uh, it's a short trip. It takes you a few seconds. And you're staring down the three guards that are tasing Aunt Jeezy. Do I still have my MacGyver flamethrower? Any MacGyver flamethrowers left? You only had the one lighter. You used it to blow up that bomb. But they're tasing right now, right? Yeah, well, they fi- they have already fired the tasers. They were physically holding the taser. so Those don't have like, two shots to ready- them, do they? complicated and there's probably a reload process but like they're not gonna get to shoot you again anytime soon time to tackle the both of all of them just just i'm gonna smack them all right roll to 
Are you trying to like cause damage or just trying to knock them off balance? I'm thinking basically smack them off balance, make it so they can't reload, do damage if I can. Like, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a difference between if you're trying to, if your focus is on causing them to stay off balance, then it's act under pressure. If you're trying to actually cause them harm, it's kick some ass. Wait, I still have stakes. I still have stakes. I'm an idiot. I would like to stake one of them. Okay. That's going to be rolling kick some ass. Seriously. Seriously. Okay. Kick some ass. What dice are you using? I think it's time to change out again. Yeah, okay. Can I switch to different dice? Because I literally haven't... That was two twos. On the bright side, you're going to level up like crazy this time. No, I literally level up now. Because that was two twos plus zero. (laughs) (laughs) It was a four. Yeah, you're you're welcome to change dice as much as you want. Like, that's fine. But yeah, go ahead and mark experience. Okay, and I level up. And then when you go to stake that vampire, they raise their arm up, catch you by the wrist, knock the stake away, and pull you down, and Aunt Gigi, who's in a gaze, realizes that she's seeing a version of the history you saw, instead of Grandfather, it's just some random vampire leaning over you about to bite you in the neck. But Aunt Gigi, you're not stunned anymore because they they only lasted for a little while, so you're able to like, come to. You see Eddie kind of at this thing's mercy. I'm pulling out one of my stakes, and I'm gonna go for it. I guess that's rolling to kick some ass. It is. Come on, Aunt Gigi! Woo-hoo. Exactly ten. Exactly yeah! ten. Holy shit. Let's that- go! Six plus five minus one. Oh my god. Alright, so you're going to have some choices on a, on a, a ten plus. Uh, you can gain the advantage, plus one forward to any hunter. Uh, I'm going to place terrible harm with just landing the stake in the heart for a vampire. Because that just makes sense. You land stake in hearts and instant kill. You suffer less harm or you force them where you want them. I want to I wanna just smoke one of those, the one that's um, on Eddie. Alright, so we're going to choose Terrible Harm. You land a perfect hit, and the one on Eddie turns to dust. Yay! Thanks, Aunt Gigi. (laughs) But one of the other vampires does tackle you to the ground. You take one harm. Ah, okay. If if it's okay, I just want to kind of like, kind of, after I do my fantastic smash to the heart, I kind of like want to bounce off to the side so that I can not be right in front of a vampire. Well, no, the price for, like, normally when you kick some ass, you you take harm in addition to dueling harm. So that was you getting tackled to the ground and taking oh, one Oh, to harm. the ground. I'm sorry. I don't know yeah. why I thought she just, like, got, like, hurt, quote-unquote. But that's cool. She's on no, the ground No, no, one now. of the other vampires saw you and tackled you. Tackled me to the ground. Ah! Gigi's really annoyed with that. All right, Dom, you're up. So I got tackled across the desk last time. Well, kicked, but yeah. Kicked. I'm just gonna try to go back for Bev Jezos again. Alright, roll to kick some ass. Well, one of us has to roll good today, right? Uh, that is a 13. Alright, so same choices I gave Aunt Gigi. You can give the advantage, plus one forward, or give it to another hunter. Inflict terrible harm, which we're gonna translate as a perfect chest shot with the stake. Suffer less harm, or force them where you want them. Oh, you know we got a perfect stake. Yep, so you get him right in the heart, and you see him just for a second before he turns to dust, Grimace. And he fa- and he turns to ash. And actually, what you find peculiar is normally a vampire turns to ash, and they're gone. He leaves skeletal remains, because that's how old a vampire he is. Uh, does anything happen to the other guys when I do that? No, so this is not vampire lore, like you like free the other vampires from his thrall. Whatever they are, vampires, they're not thralls. Dang. <laughs> I was going to hit up Clara again. 
<laughs> that was good. Two of them are left. Do look at you all. I'm like, we don't want any trouble here. You all can just leave, and it's fine. That's uh, interesting for somebody who just tased my great aunt. Yeah, you were trying to bite me like a half a second ago. What was that about? Seeing that they're outnumbered by hunters, the two gun security guards book it for the stairs. I would like to trip him from the floor. All right, roll to act under pressure. Okay, I'm sure this will be fine. Are you... Oh, this this is when I roll good. Okay, five plus two plus one for a whopping probably good enough. All right, so with an eight, you can only trip one of them. So one of them trips and falls on his face. The other one makes it clear to the stairs and starts running down. The other one that's on his face, he is vulnerable. David, you're up. I mean, we just we just took out the big bad. We can leave. Yeah, but let's figure out what's going on here, man. Like, why did they want Dom? Like, what did he ever do to anybody? Why did they want me? They didn't want me. They wanted you. Oh. And we're going to have a talk about that when we get back to the RV. They wanted Eddie because Eddie stole the the imp thing from from the devil. Oh, yeah. You know, whichever one of us is Eddie. Oh, yeah. All, That's all true. Three We've all been, been Eddie today. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ah, oh, dude. Um, yeah, wow. That was a while ago. I think I was, I think it was your age, man. And, um. You were eight? You stole from the devil when we were eight? Dude, he was so bad at hopscotch. You could take just, like, literally a. <laughs> So, like, I didn't have a rock for hopscotch, and I was just like, well, let's just use one of your rocks. And then it was like, at the end of it, it's like, here, can I have my rock back? And it was like a really cool rock, so I gave him a rock that looked cool. Like, I thought it was a fair trade. He got one of the shiny rocks from, like, that tumbler thing we had. Yeah, and all you got was a rock that summons an imp. I know, but, like, look at it, and I'm going to squeeze it. Look at him. And there's just dot devil chicken they're so cute i was like i hate you see they've got spunk but also dude on ground what is going on here if if i tell if i tell you will you stake me or can i go dude like we aren't gonna kill you if you tell us like we got the building plans from my fancy chicken also what would you do if we said we were just gonna kill you anyway like you're kind of <laughs> in the worst position possible here. Just, just, why, why were you guys at the circus? What are you doing? Yeah, Atlantic City. Start spilling. Grandfather provides, provides a cat livestock to all of the upper class vampires in America. We were running low on supply, so he sent out the carnival to collect more. Y'all don't have, like, cows or something? It doesn't taste the same. That's like saying, oh, everyone can eat off tofu. Tofu tastes great. It's a, it's an, it's a delicacy from, from overseas. What is wrong with you? No, it, no, it isn't. Okay, yeah, it's beans, but like, it's, it's good beans. We need to drink to live. Mr. Mr. Grandfather just wanted to make sure all the vampires could live in comfort. We don't kill all the rich ones. Yeah, the rest of us work for him. Or they're out hunting for scraps. So, like, does he feed you guys beans? I feel like if y'all just signed up with, like, the donation vans, you'd be good. Like, just run a couple of fake ones, and then, like, you'd be Gucci Golden. Just be like, yeah, donate your blood to a good cause, we need this much. And then you'd just 
have like juice packs later, basically. Don't just just roll me plus sharp really quick, Eddie. <laughs> plus sharp. Oh, okay, okay. Sharp works, so we've got a ten plus one for an eleven. Of course it works. So you realize that Shazam actually has a lot of money, makes lots of donations to the American Red Cross. And probably already is doing this exact shtick. Oh. So they don't really need to be, like, enslaving people as livestock if they have a deal with the Red Cross. Yeah, like, I mean, that's I mean, just... there's a lot of vampires to feed. That's just a medical condition, man. Like, you can get blood transfusions for stuff like that. Listen, listen. So, like, here's the problem was when we first, like, when vampires started really getting to America in, like, the 1700s, there weren't that many of us. It's like a pyramid scheme, man. Like, you convert, I convert two people, then you convert two people, and before you know it, we have so many vampires, we can't keep them fed quietly. And we don't die of old age, so there's no, like, there's a serious overpopulation problem of vampires. Well, we can always fix that, and I point the stake at him. No, man, trust me, if you let me go, I will drink only cow's blood for the rest of my life, I promise. I mean, couldn't, wouldn't there be, like, a good thing for ethically sourced blood? Like, that's... That's very new age of you guys. You could just get, like, I don't know, would that make you, like, a vampire vegetarian if you ate, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like tofu. Yeah. It's like vampire tofu. Some vampires do that, but a lot of them don't. Well, we're going to start converting all the vampires to become vampire vegans. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Gigi is super uncool with letting uh, monsters snack on animals. Gigi's not cool with this plan. No! No, 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 I say that we cut him. I say we cut him right now. Pulls out the knife from her boot. I'm pretty tempted to agree with Aunt Gigi here. Yeah. I don't trust these ones. I don't trust them. Yeah, this is literally our job. I feel like they could totally just get bone marrow transplants, too. Like, make your own blood. Eddie is so spaced out, y'all could do whatever he wouldn't notice for, like, two minutes. Right. Dom, Eddie, whatever you want to call yourself, let's hold him down. I just stake him. Like, just stake him. He's he's on the ground. Do it, do it. All right, roll and kick some ass. Well, that's not great. I rolled a six. Oh, but I do have, yeah, I do have plus three. So that's a nine. All right, so the nine, you stake him in, I'm going to give you plus, I'm going to give you plus one because he's being held down. So yeah, you stake him in the heart, he turns to dust. Uh, you have Jeff. You have a uh, grandfather's penthouse to yourselves right now. Ostensibly, the rest of the vampires in the building think you've been taken prisoner, so you don't need to worry about being pursued for the moment. Well, there is that one guy that ran away. Yeah, but he took the stairs. So I can hotwire a helicopter and get us out of here, but we could also steal everything that's not nailed down. We're already rich. It's whatever. Let's just get out of here. Do we want to steal any more computers? We can have our little tech guy over here practice his hacking skills. That does sound like not a half bad idea. Yeah, take the computer. Heck yeah. I'm going to take any important looking electronic devices that aren't, and then put them in a Faraday cage, I guess. (laughs) The panda of holding. Panda of holding. Not literally, we didn't bring the panda of holding. Uh, (laughs) Shit. Alright, so you scoop up two laptops, the one that was there to monitor the helicopter's travel logs, and the one that Mr. Uh, Jezos had for his own personal use in his office. Alright, alright, cool, cool. 
and I will say this, you also do see, because he was logged into his computer, he has records for pretty much most of the rich vampires around America. Ooh. That's helpful. I'm taking that. Oh my god. That one's a surprise. I look at one line. Really? Robert Pattinson? I mean... So cliche. Like, it's a bit on the nose. No, the real surprising one is Kanye West. Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course it's Kanye. Or is it Wanye Kest? No, it's Kanye West. <laughs> okay. Wanye Kest was the successful rapper that actually made a good career. No, uh... Okay. <laughs> Get him! <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go hotwire the, um... The helicopter. Let's get on that copter. You can take the helicopter if you want. I'm going to go get the RV so we don't just lose another RV. Like, we're rich, but we're not that rich. Come Aww. on. <laughs> I never get you to You can take the helicopter, helicopter to the RV. You can, you can, listen, you can fly the helicopter if you want. We can go in the helicopter. I'll come with you. We'll go in the helicopter. All right, all right, cool. Just okay. drop us at the RV. But, but first, uh... David is at at one of the computers practicing his practicing his hacking. You said one of them was like logged into all of the Shazamazon stuff. Yeah, he's like he had already logged his password. You get the impression that once you shut that laptop, it's going to log out, and you're going to need to hack in just to you access it. But right now, it's logged in still. David wants to add something to the Shazamazon backend. He wants to make a new coupon code that will just make everything free. <laughs> and, it's, and it's coupon code Van Hellman's. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm, roll to hack, I guess, because that is not something you can just easily do. He, like, he has the access, but like that's not something that he's got like, set up to do. What What is the hacking ability again? Uh, plus sharp. So that is an eight. All right, on an eight, you get to do it, and I think you got an extra effect, too. Yes, on an eight, I can pick one, and I will say that I leave no traces. Fantastic. So there's just a Van Homan's coupon code into Amazon they don't know how to remove. that makes all your orders free. Nice. Yep. Cool. We're going to stay rich, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> By robbing vampires. We don't know how long before they just ditch everything because we just created a massive power vacuum in this company. That's fine. True. Claire is going to be the new CEO. I don't think that pipeline from HR to CEO no, is that's perfect. Uh, quite yeah, that's that clean. She's just the us. only other name we have. Seamless. <laughs> we need to go stake the entire C staff. <laughs> <laughs> the entire board of directors. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, if uh, everybody else is going to the helicopter, Dom's going to just kind of casually go downstairs Okay. and go to the RV. Let's go. I think you and Gigi were going to the RV. No, I'm just gonna, I was going to go to the helicopter. I'm Hell on yeah. my way to the helicopter. All righty. Yeah, Gigi's not going to walk back down no, 40 or 50 No, she's had enough. Exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to take the helicopter to the RV. Understandable. So I would like to fly the helicopter back down to, like, the RV area. Are we taking that, like, home with us? Are we just stealing this helicopter? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. 
I don't think there's enough gap. There's not going to be enough fuel money to fly all the way to Utah. The Logan Cook's helicopter is not used for long distance travel like that. I know they don't have that much, but for a bit, we are going to fly a helicopter, damn it. Well, guess what we can do? We can order some free helicopter fuel from Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> Well, does Shazamazon sell helicopter <laughs> fuel, Paul? Tell us. We need to know. <laughs> I don't think so. If nothing oh, else. That was good. I want to say yes, but it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a funny coupon like, code that makes everything in Shazamazon free. <laughs> the answer is yes, but it still takes a week to get to you. A week? So it takes like two months to fly the helicopter back. <laughs> We're going to do a time wave forward to when you guys are all in your compound again. You watch on the news as Shazamazon's corporate infrastructure collapses because all the board of directors and the executive staff are fighting over the power of of Beth Jezus's executive seat. He did not have a uh, succession plan in place because he wasn't planning on going anywhere. And the corporate empire of Shazamazon falls to the ground on the news. I text, uh, I text Clara and go, so what are you doing later? <laughs> so you're free now, right? <laughs> she texts back a frowny face followed by, I hate you. Damn. <laughs> well, another bridge burned. Before calling Mike, do you guys want to have an actual conversation about how Eddie did that? Because I believe Eddie made up the story about the, uh, robbing the devil. Or are we calling it a night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was saying I this like, right now, that's not the hopscotch game is not the canon here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, Dom, like in the last couple like days or weeks or whatever that has been, Dom has been kind of distant and won't really like say much to Eddie other than like very basic conversationalist stuff. Oh, all right. Eddie's going to try and I, patch his relationship. That's <laughs> his twin man he's gonna go off he's like alright alright so like Dom you know I'd not gonna let you take the fall for that right like I'd fight 20 billion vampires to make sure you were fine right and I understand that but I didn't even know what I was taking the fall for Eddie you stole from the devil and didn't tell me I didn't tell, like, anyone, in fairness. Because I thought, like, if you knew, then you were going to be, like, next on the people who were able to get the devil in the in the thing with any... Anyway, basically, like, we worked with him once. You, me, and Grandpa. And, like, on the side, I think he thought, oh, yeah, I can get this one so easy. So, like, he was like, hey, do you want to have a like, contest? And... And I was like, sure. And so I picked a game I knew how to cheat at, and I won. Because that's what I do. And then I was like, yeah, I want... I could have picked, like, a Lucky Charm, a Grimoire, or, like, a Skeleton Key, or any of that other stuff. But no, I was a kid, and it was a cool-looking stone. So I picked the Imp Stone. Figured it was, like, a free pet. But, yeah... I may have a slight devil problem at some point. At some point? You mean, like, right now? This is a problem right now. And you kept it from me, from Grandpa, from Aunt Gigi, from everybody. 
for, it's been 18 years. Eddie, this is bad. Right? You see that. I, I kind of pushed my luck a lot. I just kind of figured, you know, 18 years, it was going to get me, it got me by now or something, right? Like Disney princess laws, the minute you turn 16, that's when it all happens. But then I turned 16 and then nothing happened. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. I guess he was just like, yeah, you can have the rock. I, you know, Dot's useful, but like, maybe the devil's got enough shit, you know? This is actually the first time I've heard about it. Can you do me a favor? Roll me plus sharp again. Oh, sure. Uh huh. Okay. Double sixes. Yeah. <laughs> so with a 12 plus whatever you have on sharp, you realize that Grandpa's got the entire compound warded the same way he has the RV warded. The devil can't get to you while you're on your home turf. That's why the devil hasn't bothered you for 18 years. Because the only chance he has is when you're out in a hunt, not in the RV. Okay, so maybe Grandpa loves me a little more than I thought he did. Like, I really thought I was kind of a spare for a bit there. Nah, um, I think the whole camp... I think, uh, first off, I think Grandpa's just paranoid. Okay, yeah, no, that makes more sense. Grandpa would be paranoid, not more than, like, oh, I love my grandkid. Like, he loves you, obviously, because you're awesome, but, like, I'm kind of... Yeah, I don't think he thinks influencer is a real job. Listen, and Don puts his hand on Eddie's shoulder and goes, You are awesome. You literally blew yourself up to kill a bunch of vampires the other day. That's not something to, like, take lightly. Oh. I just wish you would tell me things that are going on. We're a family. We can figure anything out together. We're kind of all awesome. We're professional monster hunters. We can take care of things. You just need to tell us stuff, bro. Alright, alright. I'll, I'll try and be more honest. You know, like we can talk stuff out. I, You know, on that vein, you know how, like, I, I've really tried to be supportive of David and his, uh, his, his Fortnite thing, but he's kind of gotten really into the prize boxes. And looking at, like, the numbers, we may need to start weaning him off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how anyone spends $2,000 on, uh, gotchas. How much? Whoa, stop. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you all conspire <laughs> against me? Uh, <laughs> popping out from around the corner. <laughs> Dude, Eddie <laughs> just snitched on David. I'll have you know... I've been using gift cards that we got from Samazon for free. No money anymore. Eddie just... <laughs> Does that coupon code still work? Eddie just looks they, at you with he the He left no pride. trace. There's no way to turn it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eddie just looks at you with so much joy and pride in his eyes. And he's just like, <laughs> David. Not bad, kid. I am so proud of you, man. You're really be- Y'all have corrupted the fuck out of this kid. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I made a good boy. You, Because you are a good boy. Remember, it's <sighs> not stealing if it's coupons. It's not stealing if it's a major corporation. <laughs> Run by vampires. <laughs> Run by vampires, specifically. It's a legal coupon. Technically. Just like it's legal to get a new... RV when yours catches on fire. <laughs> T- 
technically. Like, it's always in the technically. And as this conversation pans out, off in the distance, Aunt Gigi gets another vision. A vision of a man whose face is covered in shadow. One one you see in red light just glimpse over them. And Gigi knows in her heart, this is the devil, and the devil is coming for Eddie. And that is where we end tonight's story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? I think that counts for saving you all each other, so... Yes. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes. We learned that the world has got a secret underground organization of corporate vampires. And did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Yep. I think... (laughs) Yep. We we got the whole backstory about how Eddie robbed the devil, so... That's four yeses, so everyone marked two experience. Yay! Oh, I'm uh, once again one point away from leveling up. I leveled up in the middle, and so now I have plus two to cool because I use it all the dang time. Nice. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Bye. Thank you for checking out our show. As a reminder, we're part of the Bard Rock Network, who you can support by checking out our sponsor, Dragon Master Games. Support a local game store, get yourself some TTRPG essentials, and help the network produce more excellent content. It really makes a difference. Our show and all the other shows on Bard Rock Network wouldn't be possible without the support of people like you on our Patreon and Ko-fi. That's why we like to thank supporters who pledge above a certain tier at the end of network productions. This month's top supporters are Sarah, Queen, Viralore, and Paul. Thank you all so much for supporting the network. If you want to get shoutouts and other rewards, pledge on our Patreon or Ko-fi today. Links in the show notes.